Season's score readings, flesh wound horror freaks, and welcome to another, yet another, flesh wound horror Christmas episode. We hope you guys are having an awesome, awesome Christmas season, and I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Good evening. And Mike Kruger. Ho, 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 bitch. So, gentlemen, we got some more christmas reviews for you guys tonight and one one not a christmas movie but nonetheless one i'm very excited to talk about and uh yeah how's your how's your christmas season going though we haven't touched base on the show in a little bit are you you, you're all set now because you're we're kind of down to the wires (laughs) all your gifts bought yeah i got all my shopping done like a month ago because i don't fuck around with that shit because i know how hectic it can get you know trying to do everything last minute uh but I'm done with that. I just, you know, got to show up to the places that uh, I'm wanted at and then, you know, just get through this stupid goddamn month. I will be so happy. Like, I'm never one of these people, but I will be happy to put 2022 behind me and fucking start a new year for fuck's sake. Yeah. 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 Now, well, there's some there's some good things that happened in 2022. I think if you factor in the last couple few years, whatever it was before. 2020 maybe for you i was gonna say my whole life (laughs) fell apart what the fuck are you talking about this is true but in the world i guess i should say like 2022 wasn't too bad but then again a lot of good things happened during the uh the whole lockdown too so uh, personally anyway so it's just uh it's a balance but 2023 i I hope is gonna rock for everybody i hope 2023 i'm I'm just gonna give you guys a spoiler it's not (laughs) <laughs> world peace Todd We're listen sure listen Todd <laughs> hey I'm trying to knock knock down your expectations no so you don't go into a, a, a mean one situation dude it could be it could, uh, all I'm thinking fucking for 2023 is it could be your worse it could be last year so fucking, it's true <laughs> um I, I'm just I'm looking forward to starting anew and I hate I hate motherfuckers that are just like oh I can't wait for the year to be over because you know <laughs> next year is going to be so much better but this year it's definitely me because 2022 hands down is the worst fucking year I've had in a very long time. There, it's closing well for me too. There's one thing that might be a thing, and there's one thing that definitely is a thing, uh, on a personal level. So it's like, okay, 2022, even though there's some question marks on the one thing, is I think a really good year. Well, good for, for you. I'm sorry, I'm a miserable fuck. Yeah, yeah, I don't so. get. Uh, yeah, this year was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I had one one bad chapter like officially close recently and uh and it ended well. So there's there's that. So I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful going into 2023. And we're going to be together in 2023. That's all what of I us. said expectations low. Yeah, well that's a big thing. We do, you know. We talking about Dan. I just just understand what yeah. Oh well yeah, no. The one thing is like don't take oh, it that way. There was a, a god two and a half year odyssey that just kind of like, all right, I'm done with that bullshit. Um so I'm, I'm pretty, you know, there were some surprises, you know. 2023 is gonna be awesome. Like I said, all all of us together. We'll get to we'll all get to like pose with Ozzy's hair. We all need to just hold a lock and just. Yeah. It was better last show, I think. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, there was someone missing, so. Uh, okay, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I'll be we'll be back in California. It'll be awesome. Me and so. Dan will actually formally meet where I'm not concussed yeah. or drunk off my ass. <laughs> I wish there that was actually it's funny because I mean again, this is before you became a part of the show, but yeah. uh um yeah, you just you just won the King of the Death match. You were fucked up bad. I almost felt bad, like, but I was there, so I was like, oh, I should shake hands with him, even though he looks like he doesn't know where he is, right? I now. had no clue where I was. <laughs> but yeah, we were talking to Supreme. You were at the big, bar. No. <laughs> yeah. Very special show, though, because, like, I got to actually have a conversation with Supreme, which I still cherish. Didn't know him like you guys. That's did, my man. Obviously, dude. but yeah. So that was, that was a good time. Um, so yeah, 2023 is going to be even bigger. I'm gonna yeah. stay optimistic, positively, Dan, going into the new new year. I hate positive, Dan. Positive, Dan. I'm doing, gonna be doing yoga again, Todd. I'm gonna be hitting. A, we got a we got a weight loss tournament, so I'm excited for that. I'm gonna. Didn't didn't isn't that the reason you couldn't buy a shirt like from us two years ago? You were in the middle of a weight loss competition. I'm gonna be Jack, Todd. I'm gonna get back into ring shape. <sighs> Do you want me to get the lucha mask again? No, I want you to buy a fucking shirt. Yeah, you're like, well, now I can't. I gotta, I gotta do this weight loss. I'm gonna thing. jack up, Todd. I'm gonna okay. jack up. So if you I jack up, them. jack off, do both. Yeah, we know a little yeah. bit of both. All yeah, right, yeah. We could lose weight. That we're not way. on we Patreon don't. right now. Remember that. That's true. But we were doing some Patreon stuff, so just remember that. Yeah, yeah. What you tried to make me watch, and that's a tease for Patreon.com. No, no, no. Again. Why do you keep putting that on me, motherfucker? That was know. Pugs. You're was all close. dicks. Well, Pugs is it? Fuck I'm gonna, Pugs. you know, I'm gonna text Pugs and say, Pugs, you need to switch your vote. Well, there's no switch, switch it back. back. Yeah. yeah, I don't care if I have to watch it now. Sorry, Kruger. <laughs> We're gonna make that shit up. Well, fuck off. I'm not watching that. Bullshit. So, if you want to see what this is all about, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Fleshman Features. We had a secret Santa where we're we're like I I think I was nice, but you can be the judge. I so. no, you weren't because you made. Me... I tried. To... Well, well, let's let the yes. patrons <laughs> yes. find out. Watch it. Talk to us about it on Discord. See, tell us who was wrong and right. Absolutely. Yeah, so tell yes. us why Dan was wrong. Get on so the Dan. Discord. All right. So let's kick it off with our good friends at Full Moon for the 12 Slays of Christmas from writer-director William Butler. And in this one, when a trio of lovely young ladies get their car stuck in a snowstorm, they take shelter in a looming gothic manor lorded over by a sinister old man. As their host sits them down for a lavish holiday feast, ghastly gifts and terrifying tales are unleashed, and soon the women wonder if they'll live to see another Christmas. All right, so this is currently on Full Moon Streaming. It is a, the well, they, I think they, you said they advertised they right first Full Moon Christmas movie, which it's not. No, 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 they don't. Someone, someone had stated that, not like Full Moon. Like oh, okay. Full okay. Moon was the one who actually corrected them, I believe. All right, all right, cool, cool. But nonetheless, but we street. should say what the other one is, though, if they're unsure. Um, yeah. So let's just do the story because that was on a different show. Um, people were saying that this was the first Full Moon Christmas movie, and are they counting Empire in there too? I, I well, that's a different company, Dan. So we're talking about yeah. Full Moon. Okay. Full Moon and the other Christmas movie. But see, that you're right. Why would that would be incorrect then? 
Yeah, because that's Empire. Empire. That's, but some people lump it together, and I get that. But I, I see, I always keep them separate, but that one has become a full moon title. So you know what? Maybe they're not right. So, <laughs> well, either way, we have yeah. a Christmas original on there. Uh, so this one, uh, first off, uh, shout out to Tom Fitzpatrick as Ig- Ignatius, I believe was the character's name, uh, as the old man. And uh, channeling Richard O'Brien from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, Full Moon Manor. Very beautiful. Very well decorated. Kind of one of those movies where at times it it made me feel like I I wish I was just able to just take a tour of the house. Like, Charlie, just call me up. Give me me the private tour. That would be just... I'm going to have to show my Full Moon membership card. They're supposed to let you in on movie sets. There you go. That would be funny. Like you just get like Charles Band is like in his fucking boxers, and Todd's just showing the card <laughs> at his window, just like holding it like this, just just like George Buck Flower and Wishmaster, just right up to extreme close up. I've got the full moon card. Well, they didn't let me in, so Robin, get the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, and, and uh, it's Phil in the moat or under the bridge. <laughs> He, he is, he is, he's under the bridge. Uh, old, old, old Fondacaro. Um, so I left his name out, did Everybody knows who Phil is, Todd. Pa- our Kruger. Did you know who joke. Phil is? No, thank you. Phil Fondacaro. Uh, big no, fuck man. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, crap, dropping stuff here. Well, uh, well, well, while Dad's fixing it. This is the little person Dan offended personally on our on our Facebook group many years ago. Star of The Creeps from Full Moon. Um, also in Demon what Night. Dolls. Yeah, well, I was trying to go with a bigger picture. Land but, of the Dead. There you go. There you go. No, All right. Not Land of the Dead. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, but I caught it. I caught getting it. canceled. Uh, I'm not editing that either. <laughs> no, wait. Was it? No, it no. was. It I was. thought it was. It was okay. Yeah, I thought this. I was I just get, giving you shit. I get mixed up. <sighs> Don't, Dan. I'm, I'm just gonna make it worse. So moving on. <laughs> uh, so, twelve sleighs of Christmas. Sleighs. Uh, Say it slowly. Twelve sleighs of Christmas. Yes. What did you think I said? You said it too fast, and it sounded like another all movie. Right. All right, all right. So this is not really feature length. Uh, we kick it off with the typical full moon ads and everything, which is it's kind of almost a tradition, I guess. So why why first, do you make why do you make that like a thing that you've mentioned on every one, but most streaming things you've watched trailers before? I'm just throwing it out there. It it's not a feature length film. No, no, I you know I get that, but you, I, I just was questioning. And this really is not. Film. This is this oh, is no. kind of more of a short when it comes down I, to it, because essentially, it's a, it's a commercial. Yeah, essentially what this movie is, it's a telling of the 12 sleighs of Christmas and each story that he tells these ladies who uh, show up at the manor is essentially footage from a a previous movie and a popular character. So To sell a bobblehead. To sell a bobblehead, yes. You gotta get that in. (laughs) We get Totem, Tunneler, Ginger Dead Man, Evil Bong, Radu, and we get little sort of highlight clips from the movies as as uh, uh, Tom Fitzpatrick's character reads this. So now, again, I didn't necessarily mind this, though. It does still 
kind of make you feel a little Christmassy. I don't. This is something I'd be curious if they'd actually release on on Blu-ray or not. They will. But probably, yeah. Maybe have to pair it with something. But I, no, I they don't. They put forty-five minute movies on discs. That's true. And I will buy it because I love Full Moon. But uh, yeah, it's that, and they do intercut some footage. There's there is a twist to everything at the end. Uh, it's worth watching for a fan. Now, if you're not a Full Moon fan, God knows, don't go out of your way to watch I, this because it won't mean anything. I, I, you know, what? I don't think it means anything. To you, if you've seen him, I think it's a good sampler because this actually reminds me. See, something versus something that we would have got like. Puppet Master, the legacy where I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is garbage versus this. This feels closer to something like a terror in the aisles or a coming soon where you have your framing story and then you're showing clips of of the movies in the catalog. And like those are fun where it's something we have like I'm bringing up the legacy again, which is not. And there's a couple of those full moon clip movies from that era that transfers through. They're just not fun. They're not any good. But this one manages to be fun have the spirit of the original and i don't think it matters if you've seen them if you're a diehard or not because i think you might see this bit with tunneler and be like you know i kind of want to see what that movie is i i think it will serve it as that also yeah maybe maybe it's a good little uh teaser would you say we're talking roughly maybe a half hour of like non-recycled footage i was kind of trying to non-recycled footage maybe 10 minutes yeah, well, 20 minutes. I'm counting, I guess, like some of the credits too. Like it is probably close. Well, I'm just saying like, of like new footage yeah. of 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 the girls in the wraparound, probably about two yeah. minutes. So it's kind of it is kind of almost hard to really rate this in a traditional way. I will say, if they release a twelve uh, sleighs of Christmas book which I have a feeling they probably will if they haven't already. Uh, I'd buy that book. I think it would be a really cool little novelty book. Yeah, I agree. I'd be down for that. Um, So as far as full moon commercial movies go, hey, it's it's okay. Uh, The house looks beautiful. Full moon manor looks absolutely gorgeous. So uh, I'm not sorry that I gave it a watch. Uh, yeah, I'm with I'm with Dan on this one, and I well I will rate off my enjoyment. I did have a good time. Um, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, I get why Dan didn't really give it a number. Um, but my enjoyment, I'm I'm a three. I, I had a good time with it. I mean, okay. and I don't think like I, I disagree with Dan on that. I don't think it matters if you've seen or not because I wasn't like watching like oh shit that's from Puppet Master too. It was just a little highlight, and it was cool, and then we moved on. So, Cool, cool. All right, All right. what do we have next? So moving on to our brand new movie that I know we were uh, pretty pretty excited about. Uh, extra so when I really looked into it to see what this was about. And that is Mad Heidi from directors Johan Hartman and Sandro Klopstein. And in this one... Swiss mountain girl Heidi is abducted by brutal government troops and must defend herself and fight a war against cheese-fueled machinery of hate. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's awesome, isn't it? Uh, so this one uh, from Swiss exploitation films. I know Trent Haga had a hand in the screenplay, which that certainly shows, I think, with the humor. And uh, this has got 
absolutely everything you could imagine. It's a uh, sort of grindhouse homage that's uh, has uh, and does an homage to women in prison films. There's uh, there's the old school sort of black exploitation films. It's got a whole lot going on. Everything that we love. I mean, we've got fucking uh, zombies, nuns. Uh, they cram so much crazy shit in here. But before I get too deep into it, Kruger, what did you think of Mad Heidi? Yeah, I remember seeing this trailer maybe like three or four months ago and just immediately sending it to Todd and being like, I need this movie injected into my veins right fucking now. Uh, and yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, is it a masterpiece? No, but uh, you know, I think they definitely accomplished what they were going for when it comes to the feel of the movie and, you know, the homages to all the various grindhouse classics. Um, and the humor kind of reminded me of the old man movie that Unearthed put out, uh, it was this animated movie that just had a lot of weird jokes about milk in it. And this had a lot of weird jokes about cheese in it. So uh, very similar uh, tonally when it comes to the comedic aspect of the movie, which was nice to see because I did have a good time with that one too. And uh, the, this delivered on the gore and the fight sequences. Uh, but again, the comedy, like, why I did like it at times, I felt like it hurt some scenes because I felt like there's situations that should have been taken a little bit more seriously. And then next thing you know, somebody's making a fucking crack about Swiss cheese or some shit like that. <laughs> uh, but as a whole, I do like it. I would watch it again and I'd recommend it for fans of Grindhouse films. All right. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Well, should I just say it's the greatest Swiss exploitation movie ever made? <laughs> well, there are others, but yeah. What, what else is out there? Like, what would you put it? I know against? there's there's a bunch of the ones that uh, what's his name put out. Erwin um, C. Dietrich. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe I should add for the modern era because there are some. But um, yeah, it's just it's just batshit. It's fucking yeah. it. I was kind of curious where you were going to land on it, Kruger. Because I, I thought it might be too far out there. So. Uh, it, it's definitely on the cusp. But then next thing you know, I see somebody's head get exploded. Okay. And the gore is fucking amazing. So, yeah. See, that I wasn't worried about that part. But, okay. Um, yeah. I I should mention it is available for for streaming on uh, madheidi.com. It's normally $15.99 for a 48-hour rental. But right now, it's only $7.99. And yeah, they have a Christmas. little... Uh, yeah, and they have a little like gimmick where a wheel you can spin it and get a discount anywhere mm -hmm. from like ten percent off to a free rental. Fuck so, yeah, save a little more too. Um, well, Dan, do you think that's worth it? Absolutely. Uh, so uh, you do mention Irwin C. Dietrich, which I'm I'm glad uh, you did because I'm a huge Jess Franco fan, and that was a very fruitful relationship. Producer and director, lots of classics. We'll have to get back to some more Jess Franco in the in the new year for sure. But yeah, so this is if you're a fan of, you know, Machete or, you know, uh, Grindhouse, the, the movie Planet Terror, Death Proof, uh, I think you'll like this a lot. Now, this one is more over the top and comedic, uh, which Machete 
was both of those things too, but but a little leans a little bit more into that comedy. Having said that, there's some great fucking gore in this. Yeah. Uh, it it actually uh, that when one uh, character's head just kind of gets blown up, uh, really awesome, awesome gore. Uh, some very uh, practical effects too, which is always nice to see. You know, and, and some of these even grindhouse homage flicks. Some of them are all CG, CG blood squirting, which is yeah. the worst thing in the world, especially when you're doing it for no money. Uh, this had had none of that. I loved the character of Goat Peter, uh, <laughs> who's I, I thought that was funny as shit. I mean, I'm a guy who I love women in prison films. I love uh, black exploitation films. I everything that this movie was hitting on was just like thumbs up for me maybe one of the better performances i've seen from casper van dean who plays uh president uh Maley. uh he's never been necessarily known as a great actor he's certainly a b-movie titan at this point uh you know I, he you know he had starship troopers he had the failed uh, tarzan movie and as far as starring roles that was kind of it for him theatrically yeah, he Tim Burton put him in a small role in Sleepy Hollow, and you know he popped up in a few things. But by and large, he's just been like that guy. It's like, all right, you're not the next Tom Cruise, but God damn it, we're gonna make you the next Eric Roberts. <laughs> uh, so, and he, you know, he he made the best of it. Uh, so I think though he was really funny as hell here. He does comedy quite well, and I, I loved him as the the president. Uh, Alice Lucy, who played Heidi, beautiful. This brings the gore. This does bring uh, some gratuitous nudity. There's not a lot, but it it satisfies what you need to be to be a grindhouse movie. So I appreciate that. Um, there, there is all kinds of weird shit with the cheese. We get a cheese enema at one yep. point, uh, which was uh, yeah, that that's a thing. Uh, is some of you probably know I've got that weird phobia. I don't like food touching my, well, certain kinds of food uh, touching my skin. So some of the cheese torture stuff was a little, like, <laughs> yeah, I, had to, I had to look away. Uh, but I, just the, the whole storyline of this sort of fascist regime trying to, to wipe, out, wipe out the lactose intolerant, I thought that was funny. <laughs> Humor-wise, like, hey, there might be somebody out there that's like, ah, this is a little over the top and stupid for me. I laughed. I this movie really had me. I dug everything that it was that it was doing. It's uh, it moves along at a very brisk pace, uh, and the the cheese zombies and all of this this while we get nuns showing up out of the kung fu nuns showing up out of the middle of nowhere. Um, I I loved absolutely everything about it. I think it's a lot of fun. And uh, maybe could have hit a few more notes on the whole women in prison thing. But, uh, you know, they gave us enough. And I do appreciate that uh, very, very much. Um, yeah, it's a winner for me. I think you should go out of your way to check this out. Good party movie. Watch it with a bunch of friends. Yeah, get it while it's on sale. Yes. Yeah. And I love the, the line, rest in cheese, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and you can pre-order the Blu-ray on the website too. There yeah, I, I, I definitely want to have this in my co collection just for the sure fact that I could throw it on and people would be like, 
what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> yeah, this is definitely one I will be picking up as well. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, yes, high recommendation for me. And but, I guess we'll go ahead and rate it. Yeah, I was I am, say, but what do you rate it? I give this one four stars out of five. Um, Kruger? I'm a three out of five. I'm also a four on this one. There you go. Mad Heidi, guys. Check it out. Check it out. Good stuff. Um, Speaking of good stuff, what do we have next, Dan? (laughs) We'll see. Maybe we have good stuff. Or maybe we have the shit, Todd. I don't know. Is it good stuff or is it the shit, Todd? Oh, Jesus. Well, no, this isn't isn't hood approved, Dan. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is hood approved. You don't know. Don't assume what's hood approved, Dodd. Well, I, speaking I of Secret Santa, Dan's going to have to hood approve one. <laughs> there you go. All right. So our next film is Krampus the Return from director David Gregory. And in this one, when Lisa and her friends go looking for answers behind her brother's mysterious death, they discover he was a victim of the infamous Christmas demon. All right. So. Krampus the return. So yeah, this kind of follows a group of uh, of uh, a group of people who go to the brother's house after his untimely passing. They believe through uh, through suicide, and obviously that's not the case. Um, so all right, I'll get the good out of the way first. So this is another UK production. Which uh, is is why Kruger had computer issues. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I do want to say uh, the actress Amber Doig Thorne and also Natasha Rose Mills, uh, the two main girls in this, are do star in Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey. Oh and, boy! Which, uh, in fact, uh, well, one second, uh, the well, one actress. Is the star top billing of Which Winnie one? the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Is um, it Amber? Amber Doig Thorne, who played yeah. Nikki in this. Yeah. Okay, Kruger, you understand why I'm like approving this when you watch it. The slutty girl in this. But I'm it, say, uh, she was a she was a very pretty girl, but Dan has to go in. But the I'm actor the, was the slutty girl. I don't know anything well, about her. If person. we get some Winnie Winnie the Pooh bestiality struggle snuggling, I'm I'm in. <laughs> Hey, I don't know if that you're going to be happy with what I think you might get, but nonetheless, uh, another one. A lot of the same actors that pop up in this, although this isn't really, uh, yeah. So, well, anyways, getting into the movie, it opens up with the narration on the history of Krampus, which once again in our recent review of Jack Frost 2022, that's kind of cool. That works. You don't need to spend a ton of money on that. Just get a good narrator. And, you know, so I was like, okay, maybe we'll we'll get a, a winner here. And uh, then we get into the movie. So once again, good acting. The act, I didn't have any real issues with the acting. It, it's another one, though. It's like a heavy on the melodrama, light on the horror. Um, another thing that I would say it does... I don't want to say well, but at least makes the right decision of a practical Krampus, which 
in the dark when it's not so well lit kind of works but uh, <laughs> there's other points particularly in a shot towards the end where you see that that is just a rubber glove and the fingers are just kind of doing this uh, <laughs> i still take that over a digital hand doing this i agree i agree i I always award points to this movie, for, to these movies for trying to go practical, which this year we've had more of that than you'd expect. Nutcracker Massacre, guy in a suit. Uh, so that is a, a good thing. That doesn't make it a good movie. And obviously I'm beating around the bush because this is not a good movie. Um, Krampus does kind of look like a netherworld haunt actor, but he is practical. So he had a cool mask. Yeah, the mask was cool. Hey Kruger, where could you get that mask? Where do they get all the masks? Oh, what is it? Immortal, immortal masks or whatever the fuck. <laughs> same, same guys that made the uh, Humpty Dumpty and the Winnie the Pooh mask. Yeah, it's 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 funny to me that all these UK movies they use the same exact fucking person. Well, a lot of them. It's Scott Jeffries, the producer. I don't think he produced this one though, but um, like he's got his hands and everything. The dude's like going on 200 movies it's insane as producer and like 20 to 30 as director um so once again this is another one i think an issue for people is going to be heavy on the drama which is fine but it, it doesn't really it's not good enough to to bring it home it plays it straight but it's not good enough to really heavily recommend it because it's just going to depend how invested you are in the melodrama which here not very not very invested for me i like natasha rose mills as lisa i liked uh amber doig thorn as nikki uh, hopefully winnie the pooh blood and honey ends up being really good i'm still holding out hope i'm hey winnie my, the pooh blood and honey i'm there but my my expectations are so fucking low for that it, it's not even funny just because i, I again Low budget UK movies scare the fuck out of me because there's a 99.5% chance that they're gonna <laughs> fucking suck balls. But every now and again, we'll get something nice, like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I can't even think of one off the top of my head. That's how uh, that's our few between this yeah. one. The kills, a lot of off screen stuff. There's there is not a single highlight on the kill front, so and it's not particularly scary. Like I said, the horror takes a backseat to the melodrama. Um, and, you know, sometimes it can still kind of work, but I really just didn't care. <laughs> I'm being honest with this one. It's better made than the average Krampus movie. <laughs> again, I don't know. I feel like a lot of them have been better. What, made. But yeah, the... it's better than a lot of those Krampus movies. Though. What's the one oh, that with the PS, the PS2? That is the great Krampus the Reckoning. I kind of wanted to watch it after watching this. Um, Ooh, it's God. so bad. It's like it, that's exactly what I was thinking of when we were Krampus about. the Christmas Devils. The shits also. Though. See that one, I can't even say is anything good about it. Like I can oh, laugh at how bad the Reckoning is. And my bar for this one going in was super low. And I think I was kind of just shocked how like well put together it was compared to some of the other ones. Not necessarily that it was good, but you're right. That, the cast did fine. I wasn't bored with the melodrama. I, I, I was kind of, you know, enjoying taking it in. But, yeah, it's <laughs> the mask being a mask. Like, I appreciate that. But it also does 
feels like a guy in a suit. Like almost they should have leaned into that. It was really just a guy in a suit. Maybe uh, lighting it a little bit differently, less the details, the better probably with this. Yeah. But it, but um, it was a cool look. It was a cool, you know, I can't even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I kept getting distracted by Nikki and I gave it a little bit of leeway. Lovely, lovely lady. And uh, I'm, I am curious. I, I hope she delivers uh, once again in Winnie the Pooh. Well, uh, like you said, low expectations. We might be surprised. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. This whole thing, like just towards the end, I, I was just kind of like, eh, I, I, Krampus was just an afterthought. And I, I I didn't I didn't like it. <laughs> so what'd you rate it? I gotta give this one a one and a half. Um because it just I it might seem a little harsh, but I, I nobody needs to see this movie. But if you do want to check it out, it is streaming free on Tubi. I'm in the middle. I because there is so much worse Krampus movies. But and I, I wasn't upset I watched this. It's definitely not an annual watch. Until oh, we have... wait, before you go on, though, one and a half also because we do get a cameo from an armless Jake the Snake Roberts figure in the, the memory box of the brothers. So there so that, that loses or adds? No, I probably would have been a one, but I, I was a little nicer okay. because I was like, okay, they somebody because saved that. And... Was it the LJN figure or the it Hasbro? The, uh, old the, little, the little hard plastic one. Yeah, the old, not the, the big rubber original. No, 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 not that one. That's the original. Is the rubber? It's sorry. Um, the, the LJN ones are the big rubber ones. The little plastic ones, but the, the littler ones. It was I had it. Okay, I think I still have that one. Uh, anyway, I, we're going to talk about yeah. Um, my As rating. <laughs> my rating is a two and a half, directly in the middle. Oh, I didn't okay. hate it. Didn't love it. Some good All eye right. candy. Cool, cool mask. Well, just. Yeah. Not no gore, no gore, no skin. Yeah. Kruger absolutely skipped this. <laughs> yeah, but Dan, we're at the point like you're shocked if you get skin. Yeah, I know, and it paid. Yeah, so, but I remember, always give a good review first. For I'm that, just gonna, either. I'm gonna make Dan happy. Remember how excited you were when you saw Lizzie in the theater? Yeah, it was. Lizzie. <laughs> you see him light up on that. <laughs> Chloe seventy, yeah. It was like yeah. ninety minutes of nudity. I think I appreciate it too when it's like a legit great actress. Too. And it's it was a great film. And I was yeah. like, and that's a good film too. But yeah, Chloe's amazing. So still my know. second favorite Lizzie, but very yeah. Uh, are you in a uh oh wait, are you're are we talking Yes, uh, I wasn't before? talking about Elizabeth Montgomery. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say Elizabeth Montgomery. Although Christina Ricci also did kid part. God damn yeah. it, there's <laughs> okay. Um there what are we go. talking about? Shut up, Todd. You're you're high. God damn it. We're talking about we're talking hard, Todd. We're talking hard, Todd. Uh, so and we're talking W H O no no. We're, <laughs> we're t- <laughs> I don't know. We eh, maybe we'll do a Lizzie. You know what? I Lizzie was pre YouTube, I believe. Did we? I don't remember. Oh, which oh that oh, we definitely talked it, but we yeah, no, we can do a Lizzie board. Borden like theme night. I yeah, will not be participating. Really? <laughs> well, why not, Kruger? Um, I'm good. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So moving on to our next film, which is a Christmas film from writer director Eric 
Penny Cough and uh, Arrow Films just put out the Blu-ray. The Leech. So in uh, The Leech, Father David, a Catholic priest struggling to fill the pews in his church, allows a homeless man, Terry, into his home to escape the December chill. But this simple act of kindness has unforeseen consequences when Terry's pregnant girlfriend, Alexi, also decides to crash at, the, at his house. Determined to save the warring couple through the healing power of God's love, David's ordered existence quickly unravels as he succumbs to the wicked ways of the parasitic pair. Will he pass the apparent test of faith or resort to blood-soaked Old Testament justice? All right. For, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I can go first. Oh, uh, go ahead. First thing. Shout out to the guy who plays David. He also just was in Christmas, Bloody Christmas, that played the sister's boyfriend. Jeremy Gardner. He's in indie horror royalty at this point. And also the director of this movie made a movie called Sadistic Intentions that came out in 2019 that I actually just think is like one of the cutest little fucked up romance stories that we've Mm -hmm. gotten in a really long time. Like I say that because it's weird that I call anything cute, but it's a cute, fucked up romance. And uh, <laughs> so I, I was very, very, very much looking forward to this as soon as I found out that he was having a Christmas movie come out. Uh, first thing I'll say, love the soundtrack. Very Christmassy. Totally puts you in the mood. And uh, the main character, for once, I really like this fucking priest. Like, I usually hate these motherfuckers in movies, but this guy seemed like he was just so good hearted. And the way he took this drunk douchebag in that you know just takes advantage of him and completely fucks up his life is really really <laughs> shitty real couple by the way that's jeremy gardner and uh taylor gardner mm-hmm. are a couple yep um and just the, the movie just it escalates to more and more taboo and blasphemous shit that this poor priest has to deal with. And you could just see him be so uncomfortable in certain situations. The red uh, one. No, Jesus Christ. There's yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I just I, I loved it. it. It totally was up my alley. And the whole final act, I just thought was a total mind fuck. And it really just like it, it, it mind fucks you, and you're and what you're left with is super dark, super fucked up. And this is a Christmas classic, in my opinion. This is something I'm going to be revisiting for years to come. And yeah, definitely gets my recommendation. Even if you're just going to blind buy the Arrow Video Blu-ray, I say fuck it, go for it because uh, this is worth it. And uh, very different type of Christmas horror too. Yeah, I, I I agree. I'm. It's funny because as most most of you know, I'm not a fan of the religious horror, or you know, religion in general. I should say because I I've turned on some religious horror, but I agree with Kruger. I actually like the the priest in this one, yeah. or the father, whatever. Um, performance wise and everything, yeah, he he was a very cool character. I don't know if "cool" is the right word, but he was a very interesting character, and yeah, it, it is. It just gets more fucked up and the one i was laughing at you made me remember yeah it's pretty fucked up (laughs) yeah i I mean when you like like fucked up just in general but then when you realize like oh there's a priest in this situation that's extremely (laughs) fucked (laughs) blasphemous as hell which is i appreciate yeah Yeah, i'm with you on that (laughs) dan being being our, our church boy 
Church boy. Well, you went to. <laughs> I did go to Catholic school at one. So, so how was that? A, <laughs> I called him a church boy. He literally went to Catholic school. Well, that implies now. I'm not. Uh, uh, I said were, but yeah, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, I did go to Catholic school. So I have a different. Uh, we've talked about that, like perspective with religious horror. Uh, you know, I'm a big Hellraiser guy, which you can imagine. Uh, at the time being a kid and seeing that and having gone through, you know, the Catholic school experience, like, oh, holy fucking shit. Um, so this I'm going to say, number one, shout out, because uh, apparently the uh, the ass eating joke was uh, because Joe Bigos enjoys eating ass, apparently, which uh, they talked about that during a panel, which I'm sure Joe Bigos <laughs> appreciates very much. No wonder uh, uh, we got the scene in Christmas, bloody Christmas. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah I was going to say there is some ass eating in that. So um, I know uh, Graham Skipper, uh, who played Father David, mentioned being influenced by Oliver Reed in The Devils, which, God, I love The Devils oh, so yeah. much. Um, and so I'm going to say, go into this one more dark, dark comedy. This is not really a horror movie for me. Um, it, it has maybe just enough to qualify, but, but go in thinking dark, fucked up Christmas comedy is, I think, a better way to approach this one. Because the actual horror content is very, very low. Um, having said that, I'm a big dark comedy guy. I enjoyed the awkward uh, nature of this, uh, you know, and Father David you know, having some skeletons in the closet. And uh, uh, there are some lines in here that are uh, that are just absolutely hilarious. Uh, when he just goes, I'm, I'm celibate. It's like, cool, so you have both parts? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there, there's a lot, um, a lot of just... Like I said, just that awkward humor, like Father David walking in on him, like masturbating to heavy metal music. <laughs> uh, that that makes me laugh because I am, in fact, a still a child. Um, and masturbate <laughs> to metal music. Of course, Todd. Of course That's me. Master. I was going to say. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, I don't want to reveal too much, but uh there's some crazy shit that happens uh, with uh, uh, a, a character's dead mom. <laughs> there is, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, certain people give in to temptation in different ways, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. I do think that it could have ended a little bit stronger. I felt like as we get, it loses a lot of steam as we get to the final act for me anyways. I don't know if that's the same for anybody else, uh, but um, overall, yeah, I, I had a blast with it. Now, again, being more of a dark comedy, that's going to depend on your sense of humor. This is definitely not going to gel with everyone. I can see, I can see this. A lot of people having issues, just wishing this was more of a, a horror film. I'll go out on a limb though and say if you don't like the church and you don't like religion, you'll have a very good time with this movie. Probably. Yeah. Cause I did too. Like I said, I just I, I think it kind of lost a little bit towards the end. But it is it is a very fucked up movie. Um yeah it's and, it's, it's it's hard to keep it <laughs> that high I think. Yeah. Jeremy Gardner's amazing by the way. Everybody's great in this movie but 
Jeremy Gardner is like one of those guys, much like an AJ Bowen, who usually always slays his performance, even if the movie's not always a classic. Um, Michael Acklin's another one I throw throw out there always, although he's not strictly horror, but just a guy that always delivers in terms of his acting. Um, I think this is worth picking up. Certainly, we've watched a lot of Christmas horror this year. Some of it good, a lot of bad. <laughs> a lot of bad if you go back and watch our December shows. Uh, I was happy to check this out. But again, I do think I, I do think if you're, you're looking for that that crit that very easily defined Christmas horror movie you might be a little disappointed picking it up. So I do, I do want to throw that out there, even though I'm I'm still recommending it. But but yeah. So, uh, so what do you rate it, Dan? I rate this one a three and a half. I had uh, a great time. Co-sign three and a half out of the five for me too. Uh, across the board, I'm also three and a half. There we go. There we go. And uh, as always, Arrow Video did a fantastic job with the Blu-ray. I mean, this is a new movie, so some a lot of you don't get a lot of great features on new movies, but this uh, this they I think they went all out. So check that out. Some good information on the making of the film. This was also another lockdown movie, yeah. Uh, as well, small mm-hmm. cast, one location basically, and it, it works. Oh, and, and I definitely recommend it to fans of Joe Bigos's movies because there's a lot of familiar faces in the uh, casting. Absolutely. All right. So on that note, that's all we have for you guys tonight. Be sure to tune into our Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise show where uh, we're going to be covering the entire, all the movies. And uh, tomorrow's Wednesday show. What do we have, Dan? It's a special one. 90s Christmas commercials. So it's going to be a live show. We're just going to hang out, uh, enjoy some 90s nostalgia. So come, come hang out with us and. Uh, that'll be a nice little relaxed show, which which I need because the guy this month is so busy now, and because everybody waited to give me their their lists until the last possible goddamn minute. Yes, tomorrow I'm going out to Second and Charles, and I'm getting last minute gifts. So yeah, all right, we'll chill. <laughs> all righty. Well, on that note, we'll be back tomorrow night. Dan, say good night. Good night, Felice Navidad. Later. Good evening. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers.